Welcome to What's That About? This week we're discussing rock, paper, scissors. The game. Not not the individual things. So for this episode, what we were initially planning on doing was starting with uh, probably the first podcast game of Rock, Paper, Scissors, and it didn't really go to plan. This is basically what happened. All right, Don, we have been researching Rock, Paper, Scissors all week pretty pretty extensively. Can you see me on the... We do this over Skype, so it's a little bit tricky to see each other for a game of Scissors, Paper, Rock. Can you see me? Your face looks a bit red and seems to be a big blob rather than anything else. Perfect HD quality. Okay, ready? Yep. One, two, two three. three. Hang on. <laughs> I can't see your fist. Let's just say what we're going to do, okay? On the count of three, let's just say what we're going to do. One, One two, two, three. Scissors. scissors. Ooh. After all that, it's a bloody tie. <laughs> this is riveting. Hang on, let's just do it again. Okay, this might this might not make the cut. <laughs> That's a hint you'll be using scissors, I think. <laughs> One, two, two three, three, paper. paper. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. <laughs> Last time, come on. One, One two, two, three, three scissors. scissors. <laughs> <laughs> One more time, ready? Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Ralph Mouth. Oh! (laughs) Okay, last one. Yep. Okay. One, two, two, three. three. Rock. Rock. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This is ridiculous. This is four ties in a row. It's got to be at least four. Okay, let's do it. Okay. One, two, three. Paper. Rock. Yeah! Oh, you win! It was uh, it was so not worth it. That was not worth it. <laughs> it was not worth it at all. Well, that was a success, you, I would say. You might be coming back for seconds after that smashing. No. <laughs> <laughs> what I like about Scissor Paper Rock, you know how like every game, it kind of operates on a certain degree of skill and a certain degree of luck. Scissor Paper, so you've got like snakes and ladders, is all luck, no skill. Well... <laughs> Depends how you work in those snakes, buddy. Yeah, so. tell you what. <laughs> or you've got chess, which is all skill and just very small amounts of luck. Yeah, like, scissor paper rock should really be all luck if humans could play non-randomly, but we can't. Yeah, yeah. Like if computers played a game of scissor paper rock, it's all just luck. Yeah, exactly right. And they've mm. designed a like a bit of software that has a camera that will beat a human one hundred percent of the time. Because it can kind of pick up the movements in hand gestures late enough that it just shoots the right move every time. Really? Which, Did you have a game? Uh, no, you couldn't play it online. It just it oh, exists okay. in Japan. Yeah. Another one of those of great course. examples, though, of, of all the conditions and all the issues in the world, we're going to put our money towards a bit of software that will beat you in Scissor Paper Rock every time. Yeah, well, I think that's important. You got <laughs> Tackling the big issues. Yeah, yeah. So, a bit of a soft spot for... Scissor paper rock. I'm going to be. I'm going to be honest. I will. I will often use it in a day to day basis to resolve any disagreement. 
Because the, the best thing about it is there's really no... If you lose at Scissor Paper Rock, there's very rarely a case to be made that it's unfair. Yeah. The only way you can mount it is if the other person has has gone off too early or, or too late. Yeah. Um, so let's start off with exactly what it is. So I've got a definition. Yep. As I usually do. So Rock, Paper, Scissors is a game usually played between two people in which each player simultaneously forms one of three shapes with an outstretched hand. These shapes are rock, which is a fist, paper, which is a flat hand, and scissors, which is a fist with the index and middle fingers together forming a V. It's uh, That has to go down in history as one of the least required definitions in the history of defining things. Well, <laughs> you would be surprised. I've had to teach this game to people multiple times in the past year. I, was gonna, I, I have to agree with that. We used to go to trivia uh, every Thursday night and there was this older couple that used to sit with us occasionally hmm. and they had never heard of Scissor Paper Rock. They would have been in their... <laughs> really? How old were they? They were in their mid-60s. Because if they're too old, they've probably heard about it and then just forgotten about it. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were young enough that they should have known it. They had kids that were my age and they didn't know what it was. When I suggested a game of Scissor Paper Rock to settle something... He yep. looked at me like I was an idiot, but he was—he <laughs> was also one of those excellent old men that he always got his like his words slightly mixed up when he was answering the trivia question. Well, I think we've <laughs> spoken about this before. Like one of the questions was who won, who won Wimbledon in nineteen eighty seven, and he's come through with Johnny Cash. He's that—he was that <laughs> guy. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> so I guess some people don't know, but I'm still claiming that was a very uh, not required definition. <laughs> Yeah, probably, probably, but it pads it out a little bit, so we'll keep it in. Yeah. It's hard to get to the 15 minutes some weeks. It's very hard. It is. <laughs> apparently, uh, so, oh, go on. apparently it dates back to the Han Dynasty in China in about 206 BC. Yeah, crazy. Old school. And then in different cultures over time, it's kind of evolved in different ways. So I think it was big in Japan for a certain period where instead of just having rock, paper, scissors. They had like slugs and poisonous centipedes and frogs and kind of like what you yeah. used to play in primary school with the fire and the mirror and stuff. Frog, slug, <clears throat> snake. Now, I was, I, I was having a read about that. What is slug beating? How could slug beat frog or snake? That's true. It's slow. It's not even it's a poisonous soft. slug. Who's going to do slug? It's probably why the game didn't last. <laughs> it died out in Japan. I think, I think so. What else did you come across? Um, the best thing I came across was the website, which is the World RPS Society. Anyway, it was founded in London, England in 1842. And I came across their website, which is genuinely hilarious, and I highly recommend anyone vaguely interested in having a laugh to, to check it out. It's worldrps.com. Um, and it reads like a big joke, like they've made a big joke out of it, but it's been going for like over 150 years. Like it's What were some of the highlights? Hilarious. What were some of the bits that stood out? The best thing, they've got these gambits. They're called gambits, which are basically uh, moves. It's a three-game thing. So they've got a gambit called the avalanche, which is basically when you do three rocks all in a row. And it's a subtle yet aggressive gambit. You've got the bureaucrat, which is where you do three papers in a row. <laughs> That's pretty good. Just, yeah. Uh, what else have we got? The scissor sandwich, paper, scissors, paper. That's one of my favorites. Nice. Or the toolbox, just all scissors, which is good. Nice. Effective use of this gambit requires steady hands and steely nerves. Is all it says. <laughs> so are they are they taking the mick? Is that the premise here? That's what I assumed. But for a, it's like they've genuinely been around for so long. Like if they are, it's comedy gold. And if they're not, 
It's just unintended comedy gold. It's so good. That is excellent. So you've seen this site, Luke? I had a little a little look at it, but I, I did look extensively in other areas of the internet to get some pretty good strategies. Uh, so give us give us your best your best strategies. Okay. So someone's listening at listening at home tonight and they've got a big game of scissor paper rock tomorrow. Here's what you need to know. The least common move is scissors. So if you take away nothing else, you should really be using paper. As if if you have a one-off game, use paper because scissors gets used least often. So that's that's your first little little tip. Mm. Males apparently most often use rock, and people are more likely to use rock if they're rushed a little bit into the game. So if you're that's interesting. So if you want to uh, increase the chances of rock, rush them in the game. Chuck out a cheeky uh, paper, yeah. and you've got an increased chance of winning. Yeah, particularly if it's against a male. Uh, there was a whole little section on the psychology of scissor paper rock, and there was some pretty sloppy kind of backyard psychology around the rock is the authority masculine gesture, so men are more likely to use it. And if you combine yeah. that with people use it when they're rushed, then that's the one to go. Rush them a little bit, and then that's what they're going to choose. Hmm. Another little trick I saw was if you can look at the fist as it's being pounded up and down, if the thumb is on top of the fist, then that's more likely to shift into a paper or scissors. If the thumb is resting on the side knuckles, then they're more <laughs> likely to go and stay with, with rock. This is intense. you got to have quick eyes done. This is not for the faint-hearted. <laughs> I actually heard, you know, there's a f- quite a famous Simpsons episode where they talk about scissors, paper, or rock, paper, scissors. and Bart famously says, you know, girl, dependable rock. And then Lisa, in, like in his head, and then Lisa's like, poor Bart always chooses rock. Yeah. And apparently after that episode, the incidence of um, people doing rock increased by about 2.5 to 3%. <laughs> they've done, they've done, the World RPS Society has done their own studies and they've come to that conclusion. It doesn't sound made up at all. <laughs> no, nah, not at all. So I guess what's tricky is there's a thousand different ways to think about what's going to be coming at you and you just can't think fast enough in that moment yeah. to know what to play. That's, that, that's my issue. Unless you're like a, you know, a savant and you play it a lot and you become a real expert at it. Yeah. So, bottom line is, statistically, if you're having a best of three game series, they reckon the sequence of paper, then scissors, then rock, on average, is most likely to see you win those three games than any other sequence of three. See, I just don't know whether to believe you or not, because I just think you're laying the groundwork to just beat me in future games with scissors, paper, rock. You're leading me down a false path and... uh it's going to be tears, mine, when you beat me. <laughs> this whole the whole setup of doing a podcast has just been an extravagant hoax. <laughs> <to> try, <laughs> the whole thing. It's <laughs> to try and lull you into a little trickery when it comes to scissor paper rock. Playing the long game. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly got there too, you pesky kid. Yeah, it's, uh... yeah also for those kids. <laughs> Another strategy that you mentioned um, at the beginning was around shouting out the move that you're not going to make to kind of mess with their mind a little bit. Or that you are going to make. Yeah, or that you are going to make. And apparently that's the move which is, I think you're allowed to do it in tournament play and lots of them do it. They'll throw out rock, they'll say rock, and then they'll do rock. 
Yeah. Um, Love which it. they've described as the most Machiavellian of strategies, which... <laughs> <laughs> That's someone that likes this piece of paperwork a little too much. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it is great. I've done that uh, in real life. I'll say that multiple times, and it works an absolute treat. It actually, yeah, it actually comes rock. off. It works, yeah, because I don't know. Oh, I don't know what to do. And often I'll do what I'm saying, and I'll do something different, and I'll win. Um, is it like that moment? You know, have those moments where your brain explodes a little bit, like when you're returning a serve in, te- in tennis, and you're expecting it on your forehand, and it comes on your backhand, and you have that moment of yeah, you, and you yeah, have to yeah. quickly switch sides. <laughs> Speaking, and this is completely off topic, but you know those moments where you're completely caught off guard and you have no idea how this happened, like. You know when you sit down on the toilet, for instance, and the toilet seat is up, mm. and you're like, whoa, what's happening? It's really weird. Today, I put on my hoodie, happened to put it on backwards. <laughs> I, thought I, was, I thought I was all done with my, uh, with my jumper putting on, and I was there with it backwards, the hood on, with the covering my face, and I'm like, <laughs> the process is finished. What's going on? <laughs> I've never, ever seen done. anyone do that. Have you? Oh, I did it today. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. Yeah, it was weird. I'm like, this is the, this is, it's coming true. I'm in the eternal jumper. <laughs> like, I'll never get out. <laughs> so, you thought you were still in the jumper when the hoodie was I in front of your face? Yeah, I'm like, hang on, my head went through the hole. I'm still in the jumper. I mean, a vortex. I mean, a vortex. It's finally happened. I slipped, I slipped through the crack. <laughs> the space-time continuum. That's <laughs> Yeah, it is funny though when you just to, just to jump back to the the toilet seat for a minute. Yeah, when you sit on this toilet with the seat up accidentally, mm. you'd think mentally it'd be a little bit different because it's a bit narrower. But it is a completely different experience. It's crazy time. It's like he's fallen into this freezing cold cavernous bowl, and you just like, yeah. I didn't think it'd be like this. <laughs> you when you're lying in bed, that classic thing about. When your pillow on a hot night, and then you turn it over, and the other side's really cool. Yeah, like you'd think it would be a little bit cooler because it hasn't had your head head heat on it. Mm. But it's a lot cooler. Like it's what? like a sweet elixir, sweet cool elixir when you're stuck in the desert. It is like it's really cold. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> um, we digress. We digress. Um, yeah. The putting your, your hoodie on backwards though is the highlight of my day. <laughs> that is yeah, the yeah. best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you know when you this is another off-topic kind of thing. <laughs> I have a pair of pants that the fly tends to come down on its own a little bit. Yeah. So often I'm just walking around with my fly undone. And you know when someone catches you with the fly undone. I what I used to do was pretend that I didn't care. So then I'm just I have to give it like ten minutes of walking around with my fly undone before I zip it up quietly in the corner. Like you like you, you done do it on that? purpose. Yeah. So, oh, it's down. Oh, yeah, whatever, man. No biggie. Just playing a little uh, slug centipede frog. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I like how you didn't put snake in there. You took the snake out and you, did, you put a centipede in. Oh, good. Every time my... I do have a few, a few pants where the, the, the fly does slide down a little bit. But it only mm. ever does it when I'm wearing well, my bright blue underpants or something. Yeah, which good. The contrast does <laughs> me no favours. Yeah. <laughs> back on to back on to topic here. Oh, that's a bit depressing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a come down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Apparently, there are a few examples where scissor paper rock has been used in high stakes situations. All right. Where apparently in 2006, there was an American judge who, to, sit, to settle a lengthy court case, he got the, the two sides to have a game of scissor paper rock, and that's like a documented case. Yeah, right. I think it was more in the sense of he thought what they were arguing over was ridiculous, so he decided to um, kind of adjudicate in a ridiculous fashion. But Does it, to me, that sounds like something Judge Judy would do. Was it Judge Judy? It does was- sound very Judge Judy. Yeah. Um, the other one was when, in 2005, apparently there was this massive art collection which they wanted to put up for auction. And the two main auctioneers that were kind of vying for it, one from, I think, Sotheby's and the other from some Japanese agency, were vying to get the job to auction it because the commission was like 10%. So, it would have been about $2 million of commission. Mm. And the person who owned the artwork said, right, Game of Scissor Paper Rock to settle settle who, who gets this job. And one client was like, this is just a game of luck. There's no point, you know, planning or preparing for it. And the other client thought, well, it's more than just luck. Let's get some strategy into it. So, they were doing researching and apparently they got advice from their kids that used to play it all the time. And they came <laughs> together and the the side that did the uh, the strategy homework ended up winning the $2 million contract. Yeah. Not a coincidence. The uh, homework was the winner of the day. Yeah, that's good. So, I guess we'll leave you there with the very pleasing mental image of Don with his hoodie on backwards, uh, hoodie over the face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to bed tonight just like smiling to myself, looking at the ceiling, just thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. It was a freaky scene. It was a bad scene, and uh, I freaked out a little bit. And it came good when the hood fell back down. <laughs> um, so, I guess the main takeaway here is if you're having a game of scissor, paper, rock, use paper because paper will beat rock, which is the most common choice, and it will lose to scissors, but that's the least common choice. So, you're playing the odds there. Go paper. Yeah. Good tip. It's, uh, that's it from us. See you next week. Bye.